Welcome to our teaching today, where Christ's Word is the center of our world. We are about to listen to the undiluted Word of God from the throne of grace with Pastor Philip Ransom Bello. To God. It's our season of harvest, right? It's our season of harvest. We're taking everything that belongs to us. Glory to God. No stone left unturned. Everything is yours. As you are going, you are packing. (laughs) And as we are growing, we are packing it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you noticed why in the season of this uh, uh, dimension of the prophetic timing, in, in this season, have you noticed that Pentecost is even the longest? Oh, yeah. Because there's too much to pack. So God has given us time. I'm telling you, I'm glad the trumpet is not sounding yet. We don't know about tomorrow, but you know, no man knows. But I'm happy it hasn't sounded or it hasn't blasted because there's too much to pack. Amen. How long was the Passover? One one night, the unleavened bread season. One night, the the moment of um, first fruits when Jesus went presented himself and came back about. One, two, three days or so. But when Pentecost came, we're still here. And it's Pentecost season. <laughs> Praise God. Because there's too much to pack. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, take what is yours. If not, I want you to complete it yourself. <laughs> hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. We are here to aggressively take. Aggressively. The Bible says right from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence. And the violent. <laughs> the violent take it. By post. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I've started preaching now. Yeah, I'm started preaching. You say, <laughs> "Oh, praise God!" The Bible says, "Who who can read for me?" Um, John chapter four, verse thirty-five. John chapter four, verse thirty-five. John chapter four, verse thirty-five. Mm. Prophetic voice, glory. Yes, lawyer. Let's, yes, barrister. Yes, barrister. Go ahead. Say not ye, there are yet four months. Wait, let's, let's take it slow, slowly. Say not ye, there are what? Yet what? Look at your neighbor. Say, say not ye. Say not ye. That there are yet four months. <clears throat> Alright, I'm listening. And then come at harvest. And then what? And then come at harvest. Okay, keep reading. Behold. What's the meaning of behold? Huh? To look. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creation. Where does the behold come in? All, all things have passed away. So, is it behold all things are passed away, all things are new? Or all things are passed away, behold all things are new? Which one? Behold what? Behold all things are new. So what is he asking you to behold? Behold means to pay attention. What? It means to what? Pay attention. So let's read it again from the start. Yeah, from the start. Say not ye. They are yet four months. And then come at harvest. All right. Hmm. Mm. Hmm. Kai. He said, lift up your eyes. <laughs> How many of you have been seeing the harvest from Sunday? Have you been perceiving some. I can feel some weight in my spirit about the harvest, though. I can, I can feel it in my spirit that this is a season to take Lambano. 
He's lambanoing his own. Lambano your own. <laughs> oh my God. He says, don't say they are four months yet. Yes, sir. So don't say they are four months yet. This mindset affects the harvest. The mindsets of four months yet affects the harvest. The mindset of you are thinking you are you are being worked on and there are things to take in your present state. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. You are thinking you are being prepared for too long. You are the one who is elaborating the plan. And because the plan is so decorated, it is so ineffective. <laughs> you know, man of God, I found out that, that when the Bible says, Behold, look, the field is white unto harvest. I realized that if you don't behold, the harvest is not obvious. Are you getting what I'm saying? The harvest is not what obvious. And the reason why I'm saying it is because sometimes the field is just as plain as plain can be. But you have to behold to see that your harvest is there. Do you remember when God said to Isaac, he said, stay in this land. When people were running away, there's a tarry here. And when he tarried, scripture says that that same year, he reaped a hundredfold. The harvest doesn't look white. But it is white unto harvest. I mean the field doesn't look white. But it is white unto harvest. So don't say four months yet. That thinking destroys harvest mindset. I'm telling you. So whilst we revere people who have gone ahead of us. And great men and women of God who have gone ahead of us. While we revere and honor them. Don't think that you have to get to the level where they are for you to do what they are doing. I want you to catch what I'm saying. Don't think you have to get to the level where they are for you to do what they are doing. Because if you do that, you are indirectly saying that while they... Let's say one is 60 years old now and you are probably 30. Did you know that... (laughs) 30 years ago, they were not 60. 30 years ago, they were your age now. And at their age at that time, they held the horns and the gates of their sectors. And they took charge of it. Is somebody catching what I'm saying? So when you are saying four months yet, that mindset says to me that there is a waiting I need to wait because I need to be 60 not knowing that before 60 these men were these men were already doing things now is your season I came to tell you that now is your time now, now, now is the time because you don't even know that you are in the middle of a potential revival it's a potential revival because the harvest doesn't look white but in their time. So you are here praying, Oh God of Elijah, Oh God of John, Oh God of Paul the Apostle. We want to pray, Oh God of you. Yes, sir. Because now is your time. Yes. Amen, 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 amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. My father and um, great men of God who, who have done great things for the kingdom, when I look at them, I admire them. And I realize that they were our age when they picked the times and their times. This generation doesn't know how to pick the harvest of her time. And I know what I'm saying to you. It is a mindset of four months yet. Our generation, our generation, my generation, your generation, we don't know how to pick the times and the seasons. The Bible speaks of the men of Issachar that they understood the times and the seasons. They knew what Israel ought to do. Hallelujah. How old are you? 27? 26? Look, 
it is time for you to begin to pull the harvest. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? It's time now. <laughs> I just imagine I just imagine people who are running into the harvest, plundering and taking the spoil and all that. You know, whilst they're doing all of that, I hope you know there is the death of the harvest. You know in the field there's chukuchuku in the field. They are the hazards of the harvest. When I look at some of us, we are too clean to show that we are harvesting. So that means we are not really harvesting. When I see your face, I know that you are actually harvesting. If I see you, I know maybe you are not harvesting anything. That's why you are too calm. You know when you are in the comfort of yourself, pedicure, manicure, when souls are dying for Christ Jesus <laughs> don't mind me I'm just but you know there's also spiritual pedicure <laughs> spiritual while you are in the comfort of in the comfort of your, yourself spiritually meanwhile there are assignments hanging over you I came to stare somebody here that now is your time now 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 that our generation will pick and understand the times of when we live in now are you getting what i'm saying we, we can't keep saying i will wait i will wait you need to get dirty from the harvest you need to get stained from the harvest When I think about Mordecai and uh, Esther, the Bible says that Esther was a woman who was chosen by the king. Mordecai was a man who brought Esther up because her parents died. She, she was an orphan. Her father and her mother passed on and Mordecai started to raise Esther. And when the, the beauty pageants were flaunting their beauty, he pushed Esther in to join them believing that hopefully the king will choose Esther now the king chooses Esther falls in love with her gets married to her she's of the Jew she's from the clan of the Jews but here you have Esther of which the purpose for being in the palace is to bring deliverance to her people so Mordecai tells her that, look, if you don't rise up to speak up for your people, whilst you are in the palace, so hear what I'm trying to say to you, that if you stay in your comfort zone, your inactivity and your lack of responsiveness to your own harvest, starvation will meet you at your comfort zone. So now is the time. Do we all understand what I'm saying? Now is the time. So Mordecai tells us, says, who knows, for you were born for such a time as this. The clock has ticked. The clock has shifted. The Bible says that the spirit of prophecy is the testimony of Jesus. What does that scripture mean? That when you look at the testimony of Jesus, that's the spirit of prophecy. So what's the testimony of the Lord? I began to teach you from the Pentecost down to the Tabernacles. Right? And now that the Lord's hand has moved to the season of... From, I mean from the Passover to the Tabernacles. Now the season has moved to the Pentecost. The Pentecost is the season of plenty and mass. Is somebody understanding one of them? So that testimony of the Lord is the spirit of prophecy. So Mordecai says to her, who knows for you were born for such a time as this. The time that fits you is now. If you can't see anything to do now, it's because you have not seen the whiteness of the field yet. So what you need to do is to begin to get your eyes open. And to say, forget about this, forget about this, cancel this thing, leave it. 
What you need to do now is to begin to say, God, open my eyes that I may see how white my field is. Somebody hear what I'm saying? (laughs) Mm. I remember the story of David and Goliath. You know, do you know that if David had said to Saul, I need time to practice, he may have missed Goliath. Because they gave David the armor and the weapon of Saul. So the wise thing to do is to practice and get used to the armor. But David didn't say, I need time to practice. He used what he knew how to do. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So to kill, as long as you can see your Goliath, what you have is enough. As long as there's a Goliath in front of you, don't say four months yet. Somebody else will kill Goliath. I have a question to ask you. From the day David killed Goliath, did you hear in the scripture that David was still using sling and stone? He moved. He moved to now do the practice and learn how to walk in the palace of the king. So some of us are limiting the plans of God because we think God is doing a work. Prune me, prune me, cut me, cut me. Praying, prune me, prune me, prune me. Meanwhile, at the state you are, it's enough to plunder some harvest. If I were you, as I'm getting into the harvest with my with all my spiritual entourage, right? The ones I can't eat, I will put them inside the basket. We'll be going together. <laughs> oh my goodness. Say not four months ago. Alright? I came to tell somebody here this, this evening. Say not what? You know what that four months can be? That four months can be two years for you. Say not 30 years that when I'm like my father. My father held the gates of Kanu and northern Nigeria in his days. He was not 60, 30 years ago. Our generation doesn't know how to pick the sensitivity of today and the revival that is going on today. That's why in the place of prayers, your eyes need to be opened that there is a harvest before you. Are you getting what I'm saying? There's a harvest before you. And it is your time to plunder that harvest. It's your time to take the harvest. It's your time to take what belongs to you. God has given you the grace to pick it up. And it is yours. I said it is yours. You know, I spoke to you about the period of the unliving bread. How that the unliving bread is the type that when you eat that bread, it's a flat bread that it doesn't contain yeast. Alright? And the, the significance of yeast in the unliving bread is that sin, right, is not involved. But apart from the fact that sin is not involved, it also speaks of the fact that help is not involved. That's why at that point, Jesus could not be helped. Because the Passover is about the lamb who is going to be slain. Do you understand what I'm saying? So when you talk about yeast in that bread, it's saying that Jesus cannot be helped, which is the lamb. But in the season of the Pentecost, the requirement is that the bread that has yeast must be given. That's the requirement, which means that you must be helped. Not you want to be helped. He's saying you must be helped. Why must you be helped? Because in the scheme of things, when you look at the harvest, you are practically a limited resource to take all that is yours. So people have to help you. Because if you try to do it by yourself, you will never meet up with time. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because men and women who were before us, who were even helped of God, had to even leave some of their graces behind. That's why you hear things like dropping of mantle. John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah. To fulfill a particular task. So despite help and graces from God and other people that God strategically put, those people still had things that were hanging. The grace of Elisha was still hanging. 
is the reason why somebody who was dead touched the bones of Elijah and he still got healed. Something was still hanging while Elisha had gone. So I'm saying to you that if you have the alone mindset, which is myself, my family, and you are thinking that you don't need help, you must be helped in this season. This is a season where des- destiny, you know all, all those songs that we sing, destiny help us. It is, it is, that, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> destiny help us. People you like and people you don't like must help you. Why? Because your season of harvest is so much. And if you are here, you haven't seen anything, it's because you have not perceived correctly that the field is white unto harvest. You haven't seen it yet. So you have ministry gifts that will help you. That's the reason why we're here. You have people you know and people you don't know that will help you. It's not a prayer point. It's the season of the clock. That the, the living bread signifies that you, not Jesus now, you must be helped. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? So you have to be helped in this season. Because your harvest is so much that only you can take it. So get ready for people to come. People unknowing. People who you know, people you don't know. That's why when we prophesy, we say, a nation you will call for and nations you don't know will answer you. What do you think the scripture is saying? He's saying that get ready for people who you don't know, know you. And people who you don't know that don't know you, they are coming to you. Forces known and forces unknown are set to help you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Because in this season of Pentecost, the clock has shifted that help is required. So you need help. And I told you that there is the workings of supernatural angelic manifestations. Those angelic manifestations are to help the sons of men in this season. And it's the reason why you cannot be stranded. You can't be stranded. You can't be stranded. You can't be stranded. So you have to see your season that now, don't say four months yet. No, the four months yet mindset has to end because the spirit of procrastination has to go. Some of you are too comfortable and you are sitting down in your spiritual pedicure and manicure, facials and all that, not knowing that it's time for you to get dirty, match the chukuchuku and begin to pick your harvest. <laughs> is somebody getting what I'm saying? Look at your neighbor and say, take what is yours. Take what is yours. Pick up your harvest. Pick up your harvest. Pick up your harvest. Pick up your harvest. Because the fields are white. Unto harvest. TSP, it's time for us to scale. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's time for us to move. It's time for us to take what belongs to us. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's time to receive of the Lord supernatural aid so that we can take everything that belongs to you. Glory to God. Some of you don't know that there are graces hanging on your life because you haven't even started operating on the one that he has given you. By the time you start operating on that one grace, you'll see that that one grace attracts several other graces. Are you getting it? Because the bigger you are, the more you need collaboration. The bigger you get, the more you need collaboration. There is nothing like a lone mindset here. I've seen people who like to help others but don't like to be helped. Because you don't want to feel vulnerable. Listen, in this season of harvest, receive help. (laughs) There is no pride in receiving help. Because that's the way God has designed the season. It is to show you that even when Jesus was going to the cross, somebody had to help him. Not, not because Jesus is not Jesus. Eh? Not because he's not king of kings. Not because he's not king of Jews. But if Jesus had to receive help for someone to take the cross for him at that short moment, learn how humble yourself receive help. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because the fields are white unto harvest. And this is your season. You can't, it is an exponential multiplication of harvest. That you alone cannot do it. How can only you do the ends of the earth without any help? Get ready for men around you. So if you have a closed heart towards people, you have a closed heart towards things, you have a closed heart towards direction, begin to open your heart that people you like and people you don't like might be instruments from God to help you do what you need to do. And don't block the flow of the movement of the Spirit because if you do that, you truncate the plan of God for your life. So I've come to announce to you that for the time to favor Zion, now is the set time. The Bible says, Thou will arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor Zion is now. Who knows that you were born for such a time as this? Who knows whether God brought you to Abuja to take some things that other people missed out of? 
And the Bible says he will lead you through the paths of righteousness. He will lead you to green pastures. He's saying that when you move to green pastures, those green pastures don't look like green pastures yet. But the moment you settle there, it becomes green. And why do you think that the walls of Jericho were there? The walls of Jericho was not there to stop you from getting in. It was there to stop others. Because, 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 because those things, the things inside were not protected from you. They were protected for you. Because if somebody else sees the wall, the person retreats and goes back. But you, who knows that I have what it takes to pull the harvest and to receive the harvest, I will break the wall because what is in there is for me. The clock has moved though. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I said the clock has moved. The clock has moved because it is the season of the Pentecost. It is the season of going beyond where you stand. It's the season of moving from here. So leave your comfort zone. Tell your neighbor, no time, no time, no time. Leave your comfort zone, leave your comfort zone. Begin to, begin to move, begin to take what belongs to you. Begin to receive what belongs to you. Begin to occupy till he comes. Occupy till he comes. It is a season where you must be helped. You cannot do without receiving help in this season. You must be helped in this season. Helped by forces you know. Helped by forces you don't know. People you can recognize. People you can't recognize. That's the season we're in. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Say not four months. There are ministers of God who are still thinking four months. There are businessmen who are still thinking four months yet. There are agricultural men who are still thinking four months yet. There are people who are called to do certain things. Don't look at your sector and say four months yet. No. Why? Because the clock has moved. The clock has moved. And sometimes the persecution is to expand you. Right? The crisis that you go through is to expand you. Why? Because the expansion will be necessary for the times. So whatever small thing you do is not required for this time. I came to announce to you that this season frustrates small thinking. We forbid small thinking in this season. Are you getting it? We frustrate, we forbid small thinking in this season. Because this is not the season to think small. This is the season to think big. If you have options, pick the bigger option. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Say not four months. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So don't say four months. Rise on your feet, everybody. You know what we're going to do now? We're going to begin to pray. You know why we're going to pray now? We're, we're going to pray because the Bible says, Pray ye the Lord of the harvest. Huh? We're going to pray because scripture says, Pray ye the Lord of the harvest. For he will send laborers. The Lord of the harvest. The Lord of the harvest. He will send laborers. The Lord of the harvest. He will send laborers. Is somebody ready? Look, I want you to look at Abuja as a plain field. Abuja as a plain field. Look at Nigeria as a plain field. Look at the globe. Look at Africa as a plain field. You are going to lift your voices and you will take the gates and the horns of your sectors. Come on, somebody pray, somebody pray. Somebody pray, somebody pray. You have few more minutes to pray. You have few more minutes to pray. The harvest belongs to you. It's your season for the harvest. It's your season for the harvest. The clock is ticking. The times are calling you. It's your season for the harvest. Say not four months. Stop small thinking. Say not four months. Say not four months. For the field are white unto harvest. The season is yours. 
Mikotoli Branteke Shite Bahale Rapatatata Yiba Jatatatata Makotata Yeboho Mipla Pepe Peke Toto Zitelembra Beketete Jutatatata Baki Protoko Shite Zida Brababa Bambri Bepepe Shuto Zide Dendado Mambra Bacanto Shate In the name of Jesus, look at me, everybody. Look at me, everybody. Some of you are still in the realm of reservation. Let me explain what that means. You are still in the realm of being calm as if there is nothing going on. That's the realm you are in. The Bible says, woe to them that are at ease in Zion. Because if you don't take what is yours, right, time will pass you, your harvest will pass you, and there will be a spoil. What is a spoil? A spoil is something you should have taken that wasted because you didn't take it. That's a spoil. That's a spoil. There may never have been a TSP if Pastor Phil did not rise. But somebody would have taken this space. And that's a spoil. Let me explain something to you. God works in different ways. Now, if you see the way God works, God works in ways that sometimes you might, you, you might need to properly understand how he deals with his people. Every believer has different phases every believer has different phases in which he goes through things if you look at the god of abraham the god of isaac the god of jacob god is referred to as the god of abraham isaac and jacob but there's a period of time where god is now referred to as the god of israel because when you move down the line god now begins to deal with israel as a nation but when you move to the new testament he's not regarded as the god of abraham god of isaac god of jacob but he's now called the father of our lord jesus christ but when you see how he deals with every believer the god of abraham isaac and jacob abraham is the one who has everything he's in the place of rest that's abraham he has the blessings of faith for abraham believed god and he was accounted to him for righteousness so everything that God wants to do, he, he perfects it in the life of Abraham. Now, Isaac is also the, the, the man who symbolizes the inheritance, the one who transfers. That is Isaac, the one who transfers what Abraham has given to him and he gives it to his son. So that's why he transfers. Do you get what I'm saying? But if you look at the life of Jacob, the life, the life of Jacob is not as easy as Abraham and, and, and Isaac. Jacob was always fighting from the day he was born till the day he died. What am I trying to say? I'm trying to say that sometimes in your life, you would have to come to that place where you are in fight mode. Because there are some inheritance like Abraham, the way he dropped, free of charge, no struggle. You have gone through such seasons in your life. You've gone through the seasons where you were like a channel, where things flowed. There were those seasons of your life, but there are sometimes you need to fight. So the season of the Jacob realm will come where you need to take what is yours by force. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? Abraham, he received it. He received the promise by faith. Isaac, no stress. But Jacob, always fighting. Always fighting. If you see scriptures, even in the book of Psalms, you will see how the God of war is associated with the God of Jacob. I don't have time to show you. So what I'm trying to say is that now is not the time to be easy with things. Because some of you have been too calm. You have your harvest inside of you. Say not for months. 2019 is here. Say not for months. Say not for months. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? I said don't say for months. If you need to fight your way through to lose yourself out of your comfort zone, lose yourself out of your comfort zone and get what belongs to you. Say not for months. For we have some of us who are too spiritually lazy. And because of how God has dealt with you, you've gone into a cocoon. But now is the time for you to come out. Now is the time for you to break out of your comfort zone. Now is the time for you to reach out to what belongs to you. Sign up four months. The mindset of four months is not for today. The mindset of four months, yes, four months, is not for this season. Plunder, receive, take all that belongs to you. Even Jesus said, no one that you gave me have I lost except the son of perdition. I'm not losing anything. I'm not losing anyone. Every single harvest God has placed on the inside of me in this season to take, I'll take it. Say not four months. Say not four months. Say not four months. Say not four months yet. Say not four months yet. 
Say not four months yet. Say not four months yet. Say not four months yet. Pray the Lord of the harvest that he will send laborers. For God has chosen and called you for such a time as this. This is your season. This is your moment. Take your harvest. Take what belongs to you. Receive all that God has planned for you. Let the giants on your inside rise. Let the giants that are sleeping, let them wake up and rise and take all that God has for you. The grapes are fat. The fruits are wide. Everything is there. But don't be discouraged because the walls of Jericho are not there to keep you. The walls of Jericho are meant to be pulled down. Pull down those walls and begin to take your harvest. Take your harvest. Say not yet four months. When you begin to see pictures, begin to take them. When you begin to see pictures, begin to call them by names. When the pictures begin to form in your heart, begin to call it by its name. And begin to take it because it's yours. If you can see it, you can have it. If you can see it, you can take it. It's yours. It's yours. Call it by name. It's yours. It's yours. Call it by name. It's yours. Call it by name. It's yours. Call it by name. It's yours. The harvest is now. The harvest is not tomorrow. There is something God has for you today. Today, today, now. I break every spirit of reservation. I break every spirit of laid back. Every spirit of lukewarmness. I break that spirit in the name of Jesus. I command that the fire of the Holy Ghost will stir you towards the line of purpose, towards the line of your harvest, towards the line of your season. In the name of Jesus, it is your season. It is your moment. It is your season. The Bible says, Faith calleth those things that be not as though they were. Begin to call it. Begin to call it. Begin to declare it. It is yours. Begin to declare it. It is yours. Faith call it those things that be not. As though they were. Begin to call it. Pull it in your direction. 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 It is yours. It is yours. It is your time. It is your season. It is your season. It is yours. It is your season. It is yours. It belongs to you. Right from the days of John the Baptist, the kingdom of God suffers violence and the violence takes it by force. Cast your nets on the waters. Cast your nets on the waters. For those fish belong to you. Those fish belong to you. Cast your net on the waters. Those fish belongs to you. Take it, it belongs to you. It belongs to you. It is yours. In the name of Jesus. Glory to God. I want to prophesy over someone right now. That in those moments where you judge is not your season. That's when God will do the biggest thing. I wish you heard what I said. I said in those moments where you judged that is not your season. God will do the biggest thing. That's when God will surprise you. Those moments of your lack of preparation. Where you think you are not ready enough. Where you think the times are not favorable. That's the moment where the biggest things are about to happen. For the least likely about to become the most mighty. 
This is your season of unprecedented favor. Say not yet four months. When is the best time to catch fish? When is the best time to catch fish? I'm asking you, when is the best time to catch fish? Now. But logically speaking, when is the best time to catch fish? In the middle of the night. So you have Peter and the rest of them who were toiling all night. And they caught nothing at the best time. So Jesus now comes and says to Peter, after broad daylight, after the dawn, are you getting what I'm saying? Afternoon. And he says to him, launch out your nets. And what did Peter say? Peter said, Master, we have toiled. I like the way he describes it because it was really toiling. Do you know the logic thing for Peter to do is to wait till the next day? Or, or that following night. Do you understand what I'm saying? But he didn't say so. He didn't say so. He said, at thy word. Nevertheless. It's not the right time to catch, but I will catch. Because for the likes of you and I, the clock has ticked. It's the season of harvest. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. So it doesn't have to be the season. Why do you think Jesus was angry with the fig tree? That did not produce fruit in its season. It's not the fault of the tree. But as far as Jesus is coming to you, you must have something to give. There is always something to give at every season. Whether you are ready, whether you are not ready. Say not four months, man of God. TSP, we will not build our cathedral before we begin to do that is mega mighty things in Abuja. Before cathedral is built. You see the mindset of let us have a headquarters. Before we, it is the same thing as saying say not four months. I don't have an office space. You are saying four months. Who told you because you, you don't have an office space, you can't do what people who have office space can do? Say not four months yet. Jesus came to a man. He said to the man, Why are you here? The man who was sick for 38 years at the pool of Bethesda. man said, there is a particular season that the angel of the Lord comes and he stirs the waters. And when he stirs the waters, anybody who comes in first is the person who is healed. You are explaining your problem to somebody who created the angels. You are explaining your problem to somebody who determines the times and the seasons. For the Bible says your times are in his hands. What are you talking about? Say not four months. Don't say four months. You are saying, see the pool. Jesus is saying, see the man. After a while, Jesus looked at him and says, pick up your, rise up, pick up your bed and walk. Say not four months. That man didn't have to wait for the next season for him to get healed. No, he didn't have to. What did I say? He didn't have to wait till the next season before he got healed. You said you missed the opportunity. You have to wait until a fresh opportunity comes by. God can stir up a new opportunity from nowhere. That when you hold it is better than the first one that you missed. Because there is no disadvantage with the believer. The believer does not encounter disadvantage. Why? Because the season of Pentecost is now. It's the season of big. It's the season of plenty. It's the season of more than enough. That's why between that time the Holy Ghost came and now is the longest period be between the Passover and the Tabernacles. Say not for months. I don't know what God placed in your heart to do this year. You cannot afford to be in a spiritual reservation mode. Because the harvest is the field is white unto harvest. The harvest is now. You cannot be doing spiritual massage when you are meant to be in the field. You cannot be too chilled. The Bible says a word came to Jacob. It lighted upon Israel. Do you know the people who are tied to your obedience? Do you know the people who are tied to
to the fact that you respond to the call? Do you know the people who are tied to the fact that there is a harvest hanging on you? Do you know how many people will bless God that you obeyed God? I get messages every moment, every now and then saying, Pastor Phil, thank you because you answered the call. How do I feel? I feel fulfilled. It's something money can give me. It's something money can buy. And then in the last day, God will look at me and say, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Because I did not say that I want to be 60 years old like Bishop Bello before I step out to do what God has called me to do. No, Bishop Bello was not 60, 30 years ago. Say not four months. Say, I need money for the project. No, sir, you don't need money for the project. You need faith. Yeah, because faith is the currency that moves things. You don't need to get it fixed. Because with God, all things are possible. Woman of God. Is somebody hear what I'm saying? Say not what? Four months. Stop it. Stop saying four months. I know about the harvest of tomorrow. But I'm sure about the harvest of now. You cannot be in reservation mood. You cannot afford to. Because your destiny is yearning. There is so much that you even need help. And you are not even helping yourself. When you need help. There is so much, so much, so much for you to take. I want to stir all of you up. I want to stir you up. What God has placed in your spirit, now is the time to begin to navigate those things. And begin to take them. Pick them up one by one. Begin to pick them and take them. Because it is yours. If you came to Abuja, march down and pick up from Gwagwalada to Elia 2, to Wuse 2, to, to, to Meitama. Begin to plunder. Begin to take what is yours. Stop, stop looking. Stop looking and sitting down chilling as if there is nothing at stake. If God moves you to Zaria tomorrow, take Zaria. If God moves you to Port Harcourt tomorrow, move Port Harcourt. If God moves you to London, if God moves you to Canada, if God moves you to the US, if God moves you to Australia, make sure you take wherever the sole of your feet treads upon. You are taking. Say not four months. As long as you are in this city, deliver your mark. Make your imprint as long as you are in this season. Shake the place because this is your season to do what God has called you to do. January can pass. February, March, April, May, June. Some of us have no account spiritually of what God has given to you. There is no account whatsoever. The only account you have is the fact that you have a degree. And those who don't even have a degree, it is the season where there are there are forces that will make up for you don't have a degree. There are forces that are making up for the lack of your eloquence and for the lack of your preparation. There are forces even available for those who don't have what you have. So nobody has an excuse. Say not four months. Look at your neighbor. Talk to four people for me. Tell them, say not four months, man of God. Shout it on their minds. Shout it into their hearts until they hear it. Say not four months. Say not four months. Take your spoil. Take your spoil. Take your spoil. Take the spoil of battle. Take it. Take it. Take your spoil. Don't be too comfortable. Woe to them who are at ease in Zion. Don't be too comfortable. Don't be doing humility when you see the harvest. Stop it. Don't be doing humility. Don't be doing God prune me. God, you are working on me. What are you talking about? He has worked on you. <laughs> and he is working on you. What you have right now is enough for what you can see in front of you. Take it. Say not for months. Say not for months. I came to stare somebody this night. It is your season to take. It is your season to keep taking. And keep taking. And keep taking. Because you cannot, you cannot measure up with the harvest. There are graces still that are left for us to enjoy. The grace of Kenneth Hagin is still hovering. The grace of Mike Murdoch is still, is, is still hovering. The grace of, of, of Smith Wigglesworth is still hovering. There are graces available. Glory to God. I said, say not yet four months. Look and behold. Change your perception towards the harvest. Don't look at the field as though it's just a plain field. Look at the field because you understand that the field is producing the harvest in this season. Don't look at the field as though the field has nothing in it. The field has the wells that you, you are going to take the riches of hidden dark, hidden places. The, 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 the riches of hidden secret places that belong to you. Is somebody hearing what I'm saying? It's yours. Say not four months. 
There are some of you, God has called you to do ministry in places. Begin to, don't say four months yet. Don't say four months yet. God has called you to do business. Don't say four months yet. Don't say four months yet. Look, I understand. For every stage and for every level, there is something to do. There's something to do. I understand the place of preparation. I was prepared before I got here. I understand it. But you see, in the place of preparation, I was killing my lion and bear. But it's still in the place of preparation. Did somebody get what I said? You called it preparation, but there is still something to kill. So don't say because it's not Goliath, I won't kill the lion. What are you saying? Don't say because this, is, this doesn't look like Goliath, I won't kill the bear. There is still something to kill. I'm being prepared, but I'm killing something. Because what I kill now is my testimony for tomorrow. What did Mordecai say to Esther? The Bible says that Esther was compliant to Mordecai while she was in Mordecai's house. And she was also obedient while she was in the palace. What is this saying? That the character of preparation is still necessary for the character of showtime. So while you kill your lion, while you kill your bear, it's time for you to get ready. Because your Goliath is coming. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say not yet four months. Stop it all. TSP, you hear what I'm saying? Is your go and bring the billions? Say billions. Say billions. Mandava. Yes, say my heart is enlarged. That's the word for now. Say my heart is enlarged. My perspective towards the harvest. My heart is enlarged. My heart is enlarged. Glory to God. Somebody rejoice in this house. This concludes this message. Thank you for listening. And for more information about the Standpoint Church, visit our social media platform on www.facebook.com slash standpointabj twitter.com slash standpointabj instagram.com slash standpointabj and on soundcloud.com slash standpointabj